Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Celtics Podcast. All things Celtics. Isaiah. For three. All things green. I got the ball. All things NBA. He believes that he can be a very special player. The Celtics Podcast starts now. Here's WEEI.com's Mike Petralia. Welcome back to another edition of the Celtics podcast on WEEI and WEEI.com, brought to you by the fine folks at JBL. My name is Mike Petralia, otherwise known as Trags, at Trags on Twitter, T-R-A-G-S. I am joined again by Ben Kitchen. He and his uh, household emergency taken care of is ready to talk all things Celtics and perhaps all things Celtics. Maybe even we'll throw in a... Patriots Monday night game because I'm kind of burning, running on fumes right now, Ben. You are burning them at both ends. Yep, I feel I am, bad but for you. You know, what? don't feel what, bad. What time that, did you get home last it's, night? It's it's an enjoyable experience getting home uh, at 5 a.m. as the road winds into blurs into. Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about right I, I now. I was just going to say, where are you going? <laughs> anyway, um, get home late and then uh, had a car appointment at 7:30 in the morning, but I got it done. Then I came in here and I found you weren't here, ready to go. Correct. And why is that? Well, you know, Michael. When's the last time someone called you Michael? Uh, 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 both my parents were alive. It's been that long. Really? Yeah. So sometimes um, sometimes when you take a poop, it's a really big poop. And it doesn't exactly flush down the toilet correctly. And it backs the entire system Are we up. really going to air this podcast? We are. Okay. So Continue. I was this morning. You were dealing with your car. I was dealing with a uh, shitty bathroom whole floor. A lot of shit. Yep. whole lot of shit. Wow. That's that's really unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> yeah, burning it at both ends. But uh, let's get to the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, another team that, well, <laughs> speaking of the metaphor you just raised, uh, if Isaiah Thomas's uh, groin doesn't get better soon, they could be going down your toilet. Uh, and Without Isaiah, they are the drizzling shits. I mean, I. Look, we all love Marcus Smart and what he brings to the table. There's no question about that. And, you know, he has started both games uh, in in Isaiah's absence. And, you know, on Sunday night against Oklahoma City, he did everything offensively that you would want in terms of the box score. Five of 11. um, You know, he had nine assists. He almost had a uh, double-double. But late in the game, and you saw this on Friday night as well, yeah. In that loss, he makes a key turnover late. Mm-hmm. And then he tells reporters um, at the end of a- after Sunday night's game, that heartbreaker to uh, Oklahoma City when they lose by three, 99-96, it's got to stop. And he does it in a muffled tone. He's obviously clearly very disappointed. But the Celtics had an eight-point lead, a seven-point lead. It dwindles and dwindles and dwindles. And eventually... The best player on the court takes over, Russell Westbrook. 37 points. He was an animal. He was an animal. The Celtics did stop that uh, seven-game string of triple-doubles for Russell Westbrook. But in the end, Russell Westbrook is better and more important 
to the Thunder than Al Horford is to the Celtics. Do you agree? Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, you, you look at that Thunder team and you go, ah, Westbrook's a one-man show. They do have good pieces. Oladipo's a pretty good player. You got hurt. I, I really like yep. Steven Adams. That's a player I really like. Nasty player. Yeah. Steven Adams tough, can't tough hit player. free throws, and that almost won the game for the Celtics, yeah. Steven Adams at the free throw line. Can't hit free throws, but he is a nasty influence down on the low post. That's something that could be acquired by the Celtics. That's something that needs to be acquired. And I agree. It needs to be acquired. Al Horford's a terrific player. He is a very solid rebounder. He is a terrific defender. He is a great shooter for a big man. For a big, yeah. For a big, he's Mm -hmm. a terrific shooter. But they need nastiness. And, you know, obviously, Amir Johnson doesn't give you that nastiness. Uh, Which is... It's so contradictory to what it seemed like he was up in Toronto. It seemed like he was kind of that nasty player, but maybe that's only because I saw him, you know, three or four times a year. Their nasty player is the aforementioned Marcus Smart. He's their nasty player, but you you um, you need a big to be that nasty player to really right. uh, put intimidate the other team, and that's what Stephen Adams does. But but Westbrook is the probably the most important player to his team in the NBA, right? I would probably say so, yeah. I mean, every other team with these superstars has another superstar to fall back on. Cleveland has Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, right? And, and even then, if Kyrie goes down too, Kevin Love is back to playing like a superstar again. You know, obviously out in Golden State and then in, in uh, with the Clippers, a couple of superstars. But this is the only team with the lone true superstar. And he's as important to his team as any player is in the NBA, more so than any other player in the NBA. After he got done playing video games with his kids uh, because of the raffle winners, yeah. um, Isaiah Thomas um, obviously was very, I would say, disappointed with his physical condition. I think he knows that the Celtics are going to take it easy and, and play it cautious. I think they should. I mean, look, if the Celtics get through the next month or two months at 500 and can go on a late-season run like they have the last couple of years, mm-hmm. that's going to probably be good enough to get you in the top three or four seeds. Celtics, primarily, to me, their focus should be getting home court advantage in that first round. Yeah, they need to be a top Then four take seed. your chances. You're absolutely right about that. Look, I mean, last year's a perfect example of what goes wrong when you don't have home court. And they are, even, even, if, even if Cleveland's number one and Toronto's number two, they're, I still think, even if... Isaiah is out for, let's say, worst-case scenario, two to three weeks as they really nurse this groin. Yep, as uh, you kind of have to. full strength. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he is out, and Brad Stevens said before the Toronto game that this is an injury that Eddie Lacert and the training staff told him is normally 10 days to two weeks to heal fully. Yep. They should tell him, you are not coming back until you're playing 100%. Yeah. And that, no question about it. And then once you get him back and then maybe Danny makes a trade before February, you know, before the February trade deadline, then this team really starts to get uh, shaped up Mm -hmm. for the postseason run. Well, look what they did with Horford. Now, granted, it's a slightly different situation with a concussion. You have to take your time. There's a protocol with how long you have to take. But this is a team that is... They, they want to be patient with the health of their players and get everyone fully fit because, God forbid, you don't want to put them out there, re-aggravates it, or worsens the injury, and now he's out for a month or two as opposed to two or three weeks. 
So you you have to nurse this injury, especially a groin, someone that's that plays as um, as laterally as he does, going back and forth, and as quick as he is, he needs that to be healthy, to be as effective as he can be on the offensive side. Now he's not a great defensive player; he's an okay defensive player, but he still needs it there too to he keep needs up with his players. explosion to get it, to the. That's exactly. one of the things Isaiah does, especially when he's he's having a down shooting season from behind the arc. So he really needs that quickness to get through so that he can have those open hooks later better, on in the game. Who gets to the line more often on the Celtics? No one. Not even Isaiah's, close. It's not even close. He gets to the line 11 to 12 times a game. Mm-hmm. And they to do that, he's going to have to beat up his body a little bit. And he can't be beating up his body if he's nursing a groin injury. You can't, you can't play one for the other. Yeah, right? I completely agree. I mean, they need to figure that out quickly. Okay. Okay, Ben, the last two games, yeah. two losses, mm-hmm. Toronto at home, yep. Oklahoma City, two top-tier NBA teams. Yeah. You know what's alarmed me about those two games? They can't play with the lead. No. And You're that right. is a big, big problem. Now, normally when you see a team that can't play with the lead, you like you look at them and say, oh, they're taking their foot off the gas. The Celtics aren't taking their foot off the gas. They just start making mental mistakes. And and Brad Stevens said that after the Oklahoma City yeah. game. That's what he said. He said, too many mental mistakes. We keep repeating them. We got to get past it. And, and Marcus Smart said the same thing. Um, well, he's the king of mental mistakes on this team. Again, there was a drive down the lane, and he just flips the ball without looking, and it gets picked off. And uh, I think it was Westbrook that led the fast break, leading to an easy basket for Oklahoma City. That has got to really stop. Because not only do you give up the two points, that's a huge momentum swing. Yeah. And until the Celtics start to really play efficiently with the lead and go inside, outside, they're going to have problems. Yeah. And I just, that is one thing that really concerns me. Maybe, you know, and we've talked so much, and I think part of the NBA gig is you, you boost up trade talk, right? I mean, it's something trade talk is something that gets bandied about all the time in the NBA. Yeah. Even if you're 3 months out from the trade deadline because that's what which is stupid because the commodity it's, it's the is hardest in the NBA. sport to complete a trade in. Yeah. It's so that hard. That is ironic. Yet it we always talk about that's all we talk about is tra- we've talked about it like 5 times on this show talking about trading for DeMarcus Cousins and then well, there's so many problems with that. We talked about making the numbers match with Jay Crowder and Amir Johnson. But then if I'm the Kings, I want to get rid of Rudy Gay, so how do I make that money match? It's, it's all a cluster. Well, uh, the other thing is Terry Rozier, he is not going to be a consistent offensive force off the bench. He's going to have his nights where he puts up 20 points, 19 points, and you take that in a heartbeat. But he's going to have other nights, uh, like against Oklahoma City, shoots three for 12. He's just not consistent. And I watched him before the Toronto game, Ben, yeah. and – he was working on pull-ups, and he looked very smooth. Terry Rozier has a very smooth-looking shot. He's mm-hmm. got to translate the game, so. But he's a high-energy guy, so you love that coming off the bench. He's a guy that pushes, 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 but he's the he's the guard version of Kelly Olynyk. In, in his inconsistencies. In his in- From, from well, night to night, he might be a superstar, he might be a bum, and you don't know which one you're going to get. But I do like his mentality and I do like his defense. I like him as a backup guard. That's what I like him as. Right. I, I think the role he's in now is the role for his career. Hopefully he can elevate a little bit, 
But I think what he's in is what his role should be, and I think he's doing a good job overall in that role. San Antonio. Yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. What do the Celtics have to do to pull off an upset on the road? Where does it start? Al Horford? It has to start with Horford. It right. has to. And and obviously you have to figure out a way to deal with Kawhi. Right. I mean, Kawhi is having a very good offensive season, his best of his career so far. Um, and he's a superstar. He is top. He's easily a top 10 player in the NBA. I would hedge and say he's a top five player in the NBA. So you have to figure out a way how to stop him. Obviously, you have a decent matchup with Crowder. Crowder was not available the last time the two teams played, correct? I believe so, yes. Yeah, right? So, so that is a big difference. That's a big matchup absolutely. And in that, the Celtics' favor. And that's a good matchup for Crowder. So it's not, you know, Kawhi's a, a, he's an explosive player, but he's not too strong, so Crowder should be able to muscle him a little bit. Obviously, hopefully Kawhi is guarding Crowder on the other end, and you just say, all right, just be there. Just be ready if the ball comes to you, but we're not expecting right. to give you the ball very much offensively. You need to be a defensive stopper tonight. And just realize that. Go through the game like Look, that. Both of us know this is not the end of the world. Even if they lose at San Antonio and, no. and they're, they're floating around 500, we understand what the Celtics are right now. They are a banged-up team that mm-hmm. has dealt with uh, significant injuries to three of their starting five players. Yep. And... They've dealt with other injuries on the on the back end and, uh, of their roster. They have not been able to hit their stride yet. And it's not going to – a lot of Celtics fans are not going to like to hear that Isaiah Thomas might be out a while, but that is the smart play, no question. You have to do it. You have to protect him from himself. And I know he's getting antsy. You see the comments. He's getting antsy. But you have to protect the player from himself for the betterment of the team and the player. It's the smart move. It's the right move, especially with a tricky injury like a groin. Groins and hamstrings are so tricky. Everybody right. de- uh, heals at a different pace, so you just got to be patient with it. That's all you can do. Well, I think that's going to wrap it for this week for this Celtics podcast brought to you by JBL. Hopefully, we'll get Ben Kitchen's plumbing issues worked out. I'll get some rest the next time, and I think uh, we'll call it a wrap. Yes. Anything else, Ben? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at YoungBenWEI, and where can we follow you on Twitter? You can follow me at Trags, T-R-A-G-S, Trags. So there you go. <laughs> That's why uh, I came up with that uh, that nickname, because it's not only a great nickname from high school, but really easy to follow on Twitter. Yeah, you got on Twitter pretty early, didn't you? I did. Yeah, like I know. way back in 2000. Yeah, I, I wish I was early enough Before to get Before the explosion. Ben. All right, that'll wrap it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Mike Petralia. Talk to you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.